Hey guys, welcome to the actor and the actuary. <laughs> Don't forget about again. me. <laughs> Don't forget about me. Uh, I almost said uh, we're you know we're just a couple guys in uh, you know different states talking about our careers and our life in uh, two different worlds. We try to figure out what the heck's going on, who we are, what we're doing, and I don't know, Aaron. What do you think? Man, if, um, if it means something. Oh, if it means something. That's right. I've I've thought you were done talking. I uh, <laughs> didn't realize I hadn't gotten to the end of our motto yet. But I'm I'm a little distracted here. I'm uh, looking in the distance over uh, over the lake, one of one of my favorite places in the world. I'm uh, I'm I'm really up in the bold north. Bold north. I'm really up there. I'm up near the boundary waters. So you know, Ooh. avid listeners of this podcast will know this is a place I love. So sorry if I was a little distracted there. No, you're not distracted, but you are distracting me from a very important question, Aaron. If you don't mind oh. me asking. Um, oh sure. What uh, what are you drinking up there in the Bold North? Bold North. What are you drinking? What are you drinking? So glad you asked. Um, it is a little shocking. Uh, because this might be the first time I am drinking a glass of wine. Oh. Um, and not only wine, it is a white wine. Oh. Uh, yes, I know it is a. Uh, and here, here's the best part. We we rented this cabin here on on a VRBO, and uh, the the owner makes his own wine uh, and gave it, you know, ha- had a bottle of wine for us when we got here. So it is technically uh, Trails End Chardonnay because we're at the Trails End cabin. So oh, there you go. that's incredible. Well, that's a very new drink for you there, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. um, I also have something that is rather shocking this evening. Oh, I'm drinking a cookie dough milkshake. <laughs> That is quite shocking. <laughs> From Coldstone. Wow, that sounds delicious. It is. <laughs> I I did not see that one coming. I I didn't think you would. I didn't see it coming. I didn't wow. see it coming because it's not something that we normally do. Yeah, this is like it seems on par with Taco Bell. Do you have any thoughts about that? <laughs> I know I don't have any thoughts about that. Am I well, supposed to? <laughs> yeah, you are. In the previous episode, you talked about um, a specific time in life being money, eating pizza, drinking shakes, eating fast food. Oh, I see what this is. This is an announcement. Mm. Congratulations. Thank you. That's so yeah. exciting. Yeah, wow. we're pregnant. Yeah. That's so cool. Yep. So, um, is this was this your way of an announcement or what did she really have a craving for a chocolate shake uh y- yes and yes okay um we're pregnant for number two man that's that's awesome i'm so happy to hear that jeff what if i told you i had some great news oh uh we've got a new moniker that is spoken for oh all right Yes, that is correct. It is the child rearing specialist slash snack dispensing coordinator. Child rearing specialist slash snack dispenser coordinator. Okay, that is intense. Yes, that Can sounds you... like a very important job. It is almost so important that I just lost what half of it was. Yeah, it's the child rearing specialist slash snack dispensing coordinator. Child rearing specialist slash snack dispenser coordinator. Oh, she sounds incredibly busy. Yes. Um, I don't know how you knew it was a woman, but <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, so she actually attached a photo here. Mm. Uh, it says, see below for a photo of our son uh, 
and he is wearing a onesie that was included in the sex tub that we gave her and her husband. All right. And does her husband have a moniker yet? Uh, no, no. Hmm. Actually, for some reason, he doesn't hmm. feel the need to write the show. Not okay. sure why. Okay. Well, maybe sometime. Um, but here's the best part. Um, the child rearing specialist and active dispensing coordinator says that you might say he is a product of the sex tub. Wow. I <laughs> so will she say, went there. And she did. She went there. That's what she said. That is exactly what she said. And who was that again? Oh, well, let me tell you that that was the child rearing specialist snack dispensing coordinator. Child rearing specialist slash snack dispenser coordinator. I like her. I think we should get into uh, to our topic of discussion yeah. tonight. Yeah, let's talk about it. We're going to be talking this evening about uh, hearing God's voice. It's, it's a uh, it's kind of a, a meaty subject. It's one that, uh, I don't know, we're, we're tackling a big one tonight. This one is, it's interesting because I know some of you are probably like one, eh, yeah, right. Um, and two, maybe you don't have experiences with it or three, maybe you do. I, I think we can come at this from all angles. Um, and I think it's something that is, is definitely worth talking about hearing God's voice. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I think even in my own life, I've been in all three of those boats at, at different times in my life. Yep. Um, so have you heard God's voice? I have. Yeah. And I, uh, it's interesting because <clears throat> I do think that, uh, you know, everybody hears God's voice differently. And I think you would know when you know, um, what that voice sounds like. And it, it, for me, I have, I've, I've technically heard God's voice twice, very specifically two, two times that I know without a doubt, like, yeah, that is, that is the voice of the Lord. And it's, you know, I'm wait, hold on. Does it sound like Morgan Freeman? Yeah. Well, it, yeah, it sounds and looks like Morgan Freeman. Is that uh, the correct reference by the way? <laughs> oh, Bruce almighty. I don't know. It's yeah. more, isn't that the person, isn't he the guy that people say sounds like God or something? Well, he, he plays God in Bruce almighty. Oh, Bruce almighty. Oh, classic film. <laughs> classic. Um, uh, as you know, Jim Carrey, we, we probably don't know who he is. We'll get into it later in some <laughs> trivia episode, but, Perfect. um, but yeah, I, for me, and I think it's very on par and, and fitting to this, you know, announcement of us having a child. I, I'm here now 33 years old. And the two times that I've heard the Lord very specifically have been within the last, um, uh, year and a half. Oh, wow. Um, and so uh, I, I don't know what that says in terms of, you know, where I am spiritually in terms of my walk and journey with the Lord, but I will say that that is in tandem a little bit of, I think why I'm starting to hear his voice, why I'm feeling like I have an understanding and relationship with him that's, that's deeper and has changed. And, um, the first time I did hear the Lord's voice was when uh, my daughter was in the hospital mm. and, uh, she's, um, she was going through SVT at the time. She was a, a heart condition, um, to where she at, she had a heart, uh, rhythm heartbeat of 309 beats per minute, which was just crazy very very wow very high i don't know that i ever heard that number That's, yeah uh, ambulance picked her up now. and um we were using outlet at the time the outlet is incredible people and the ambulance came and you know it was a big whole situation which revealed that she had svt hmm. we can get into that another time about what that is but um all that to say is she was going through tests and tests and tests that night and we were up all night and um, there was a moment in time where she was on this table and they were trying to draw blood and she was five months at the time so pulling blood from a five month 
year old is mm. is so hard the vein is so small so there's mm. four people in there they're holding her down there she's screaming and it they brought in somebody they tried they brought in somebody else they tried they said okay we're bringing in our specialist they're just now getting here whatever like they we had tried for 15 minutes and f- for mm. 15 minutes watching your five-month-old baby wail helpless knowing what to mm. do I'm just like screaming inside, just praying and praying and praying. And I heard this voice, this sound, this peaceful noise through my ears that said, touch her. Hmm. And I, I was, I'm, I'm this kind of person who's like, yeah, I I am not going to do something that's going to make me uncomfortable. I'm not going to, but this nurse who was trying to find her vein and struggling was standing right beside me. And I knew without a doubt that that meant I had to touch her shoulder, Mm. but I was like battling it inside. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to. And immediately I got hit with the image of um, the bleeding woman in the Bible, just touching the fringe of Jesus' cloak. And Mm -hmm. I was like, that's all I need to do. And I just reached out and I just touched this woman's gown, her nursing gown, and just like grabbed onto her. And within, I'm not kidding you, within 10 seconds or less, that blood was drawn. Hmm. And it was like the most surreal experience, the most beautiful, the most peaceful moment that I'd had. And it was just, it was night and day. It was something so new for me. Wow. That's, yeah, that is really cool. And the fact that, um, that you were able to act on it and then have it validated. Um, yeah, just, I mean, that's really cool because it's, it, it shows that, yeah, like that, that was real, you know? And it was like one of those things where you almost doubted in the moment and you're like, I, I don't like, but it was so clear. There was such a, I told the story to my mom and she's like, well, what did it sound like for you? And there's no way to say, it. and I think that's why maybe there's like this, everybody hears something different when the time is right or when the need is there, how it sounds. But all I can say, because Jack asked me when I told her that night, like, this is what happened. It was, it, it sounded like peace. That's not really a word that most people would probably use to describe a voice. No. Um, but like you said, it's, it's kind of indescribable in a way. You're right. But like, would you say you still audibly, like you heard something? I, I audibly heard something. Yep. Oh, correct. That's right. Re- yeah, that's really cool. When I was growing up, I heard other people talk about stories when they had audibly heard God. And I remember always being super jealous. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I bring this up because I'm, I'm feeling that way a little bit right now yeah. <laughs> of, man, I don't know that I've ever heard God audibly in that way. And uh, I, it actually, when I was, when I was a kid, it like, I went through a phase where it hit me really hard. And I was like, I, I was trying to understand why could I not hear God audibly and others could? Um, and so I guess I, I just want to take this moment to say like, you know, if, if you are someone that has been seeking out the voice of God and, you know, want to hear him audibly, but you haven't yet, don't be discouraged. Uh, mm. I think people hear from God in different ways. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah. I, so anyway, that not, not to take anything away from, from that at all, but just to, you know, talk to people that maybe maybe are feeling that right now. Cause I know that I kind of went back to that place yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And, and, you know, I've, I ask God <laughs> to tell me things all the time <laughs> and you yeah. know, how many times am I basically 
not given anything. And that's like the hardest right, part. Right. And like what validates one situation versus the other and, and things like that. And that's, that's tricky. And there's really only been one other time and it was in the last month, a uh, month and a half. Mm. I don't remember. Um, when we were, we were at, we switched churches. Um, and it was something that we had been praying into for a long time. And I'll be mm. real brief with it. Um, cause we were talking in original, uh, in an episode previously about, our calling and trying to feel like you asked me, you know, are you, are you guys up to any decisions right now? And I said, we're very open. We're praying into if it even means leaving California, all this kind of stuff that was all revolving around our lack of community and our lack of Mm. uh, feeling connected in our church with the people, but it wasn't our church thing. It was just, it was just where we were in our stage and in our life journey and feeling like we just wanted something, but we didn't know how to get it. And we didn't know, we don't want people who are just going to leave a church. I've been at this church for over a decade, my entire time in California. Um, Mm -hmm. they have been through so much, such good people. Their pastor is amazing. He's the one who married us. Like it it was, it, it wasn't something that we just would easily leave, but in that submission and praying through everything, I heard one very specific word and a word that isn't like, like I would just come up with. It wasn't a, it was just a very audible word that and it was Toledo. Hmm. And I was like, what the heck? Oh no, I'm moving to Ohio. This is the worst. This is the, what the heck? So I'm like Googling like things in Toledo. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. This is, I was born in Ohio and here I am going back. And this is where I'm going to end. And I'm going to just leave the film business, all this kind of stuff. So I just mm-hmm. start spiraling. Um, and I'm like, how am I going to tell Jack? I'm going to tell Jack. And then I, this part, that was like the audible section, right? It felt very much in a similar um, sound and no noise as what that was in the hospital for me. But then there's this other type of hearing that I think is important because it's not necessarily a voice because from there I had this, like, I want to call it a thought, but my Bible study leader told me about like, for him, it's like, is this a thought that I would normally have? Or is this a thought that I wouldn't normally have? And then you have to kind of analyze where a thought could come from and all of that. But, um, it was a very, it was a very settling thought that was like, that's not what I, I didn't say it was a city, you know? And I'm like, I go back to what was my question? Mm. My question was, Lord, what church do you have for me? And Mm. here I hear a word, I interpret it myself. I analyze it myself and I throw myself into a spiral thinking, Oh, great. I'm back to this whole open world of now I'm moving to Ohio, as opposed to like, what did you ask me? I answered your question. So then I'm like, Wait, he okay. So church named Toledo and the first Christian church that popped up was 10 minutes away from us that oh, wow. said, that said ex church, um, pastored by Jennifer Toledo. And for me and for my wife, that, that little bit answered so much. We've been praying into, you know, female leadership, somebody who can kind of come mm. alongside Jack, come alongside just this whole new thing. And it was just because we were given a very specific word that was this female pastor's last name. And that was something that was super surreal and such an answer to prayer in so many different ways. And we knew immediately God was calling us to this church. It aligned with like everything else we had been praying into. And we've, we dropped everything and, and have been going ever since. And we just know that that's where we're supposed to be. So. Wow. And with a word like Toledo, like that, I mean, that's crazy. 10 minutes away. <laughs> I know. That is unreal. Yep. Wow. That's really cool. And I mean, that's a, that is a really hard thing to leave a church too. I know we've, yeah. we've dealt with that too. And it's like, man, it's not like, you know, it's not like switching from Netflix to Hulu or something no. like that. You know, yeah. it's uh, that's, you know, it's, 
there's a lot of connections there and there's a lot of history and history memory and commitment and, and yeah, all that. Right. Yep, yeah, exactly. Well, that's really cool. And it like, I think in those situations, you know, like it, it probably, it would take God speaking to you to get you there. <laughs> like it right, was kind of yeah. necessary. <laughs> yes. Well, I've got a, uh, a story as well. Um, I, I guess there are a couple couple times that come to mind that I would say God spoke to me I never really heard it audibly um you know like like you said um but 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 I guess the couple stories I'll bring up here I do still feel like God was speaking to me um so one of them was actually um right before we got pregnant with uh, our first uh we we had been having um having some, some issues. We were both getting discouraged by it. And it was, you know, it was, it was weighing on us both, I think. So I woke up one morning and I had Latin words come to my head, Hmm. (laughs) like four words in a row. I, I can't, I can't remember what they are right now, but it was, it was like four or five Latin words. And like, I, I don't know anything about Latin. I don't, I've never studied Latin. I don't have any reason to ever know Latin or anything like that. Um, and I didn't even, I didn't know it was Latin when I heard it. Um, but I kind of like, I just kept, I kept repeating the, I mean, they're really like syllables in my head. Uh, and I, I wrote it down cause I was like, why is this in my head? I don't understand why this is in my head. Um, it tra- it from in Latin, it translated to, I spent the day working for, it was, I spent the day working for you. Mm. and um I, I like knew exactly what it meant like i knew that that was that was god telling us that he he spent the day like forming uh a, a child like get like getting <laughs> getting ready to form a child for us mm. and like mm. i i just knew instantly that's what it meant i i don't i don't i don't know how but uh but sure enough like you know a week later, a week or two later, found out she was pregnant. Um, and yep. so like, it was just encouragement that was very much needed at that time. So it wasn't really a, 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 you know, like a decision that we had upcoming or anything, but really just an encouragement. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, <laughs> and that's, what's so interesting is like Latin, right? Like <laughs> yeah. in these ways, that he speaks to us that are like, it makes us like pay attention. Mm-hmm. It, it is like, uh, pay attention to this. Mm-hmm. You know, I was reading this morning about how, um, you know, when Jesus was born, they were basically, it was like, and, and uh, Joseph and Mary had a dream not to go back through Herod's uh, where Herod was. So mm-hmm. they went around mm-hmm. the city mm-hmm. and it's like, it must've been something that was like, you know, uh, a neon flashing sign where it's like, Hey, Aaron, here's some Latin words. Pay attention. Yeah, hey, Jeff, exactly. here's here's a word that's never in your vocabulary. Pay attention. Yeah, totally you know, like though. there's things like that that I'm like, that that is what gives us this awareness, this listening ear, and then equates to hopefully a submission because that submission comes from this absolute belief in what he's telling us to be real because it can't be anything else. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, yeah, it, it's like, stop, pay attention. I've got something for you. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of undeniable at that point. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
it's a good way of putting it. Well, yeah. And my, I guess my other story kind of fits in that same camp too. Um, and it also fits in the encouragement camp. So it's interesting. Like both of the stories you told are God speaking to you to help with a decision and both of mine are really for encouragement, <laughs> um, which is, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Uh, but this is actually this, the second story happened at church and this one's not, not audible at all, but I, I would still count this as God speaking to me. So we, we did this exercise during, during the church service where we, we were asked to just kind of, kind of pray for, for somebody and, um, and have God reveal, you know, just to our hearts, some, some truth about this, about somebody in the congregation and, um, put some, some verse out there to in, encourage them or help them. Um, and then basically what, what happened was all of these verses in a hat with everyone in your section and you kind of pulled a random one out. So the idea is like, you know, it's, it's kind of random, which, which one you get, but you're asking God ahead of time to help give, give you a word or give, give you some encouragement for that person ahead of time. And we each did two. So two, and then you get to pull out two. Well, the two verses that I pulled out were the exact same verse. <laughs> um, <laughs> and like, not, you know, like John three sixteen or some common verse like that. Uh, and it was, uh, it was a verse in Psalm one, which talks about a, a plant or a tree who is planted by the river bears fruit, uh, in and out of season. Um, and so just saying like, yeah, some seasons are hard, some are easy. Um, but you know, stay, stay by the river, stay by me, you know, and, and you'll continue to bear fruit. Um, and I, just the, the fact that, you know, out of the entire Bible, I don't know, it's, I should know this number, probably tens of thousands of verses, uh, you know, that got the exact same, same one on both of those. And, mm. um, and yeah, that was a bit, a big encouragement at that time. And I, I think that's interesting that you're talking about the mind being more decisions and yours being more encouragement. But the one thing that seems to be a very common through line on all four of those events is this peaceful feeling in our spirit mm-hmm. about what we've heard, how we've heard it, and what needs to be done. Because I don't think, you know, the Lord's not going to speak in confusion. The Lord can't lie. And he will always give us something that we can handle. And so he's speaking to, he's speaking to us in a way that we can understand him, apply it into what we need to know in the moment. And yet to be able to have a decision or a word or to offer encouragement to ourselves or to somebody there's a peacefulness that seems to have been unearthed in what he's given us. Mm-hmm. That could be a good indication that you've, you have heard him speak to you. Right. Um, so what, what would you say to, you know, somebody listening to this, um, you know, maybe, maybe they, they don't believe in God. Um, probably skeptical of all these things that we're saying, uh, yeah. And anything that you, you would say to somebody who is listening and is a, has, has wanted to turn this podcast off for the last 20 minutes, but hasn't. I would, I would say that the Lord wants to talk to you. And I think 
that if you do the most ridiculous thing in your mind right now and go and just shut yourself into a closet and say, all right, Lord, I don't believe in this. This is all bull. But because this freaking podcast said I'm going to do it, just go do it. And you don't have to tell anybody ever again that you did it, that you went in the closet and you tried to just listen to the Lord. I guarantee you he will show up. I guarantee you he's asking he wants to draw near to you. And so if you just, if you just forego all the BS in your mind and forego all the stuff that you're worried about thinking and all this thing, I promise you, if you just say, I'm going to commit to 20 seconds in a closet. That's not much. No. Anyone can do 20 seconds. And just say, all right, Lord, I want you, I want you to reveal yourself to me. I want you to show up to me right now. Show me that you are real right now. And I guarantee you, he will be there. Quick side note. Does it have to be in a closet? No, you don't have to be in a closet. No. Okay. Just making sure. Yeah. You can go to a car. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I agree. Yeah. Just give it a shot. Give it a shot. I know you're skeptical and you know what? You should be skeptical. Not everything you believe is true. Well, I hope, I hope you do it. And uh, yeah. And you know, always reach out to us if you, if you want to talk or if you, uh, you know, if you got any, got any questions or if you want to grab, you know, cookie milkshakes and things like that. We got, uh, we got nine months, baby, of eating yes. unhealthy. I'm going to hit up Taco Bell tomorrow. <laughs> Speaking of Taco Bell, Aaron, um, got some homework here. Oh, uh, and, uh, well, so for homework last time, uh, you actually, uh, did reach out. Um, like you said, you were going to, so I do really appreciate, uh, you texting me. We did, uh, you brought me in on, uh, on one of your devotionals and you checked in on, on, uh, on things. And I, I really did appreciate that. Um, I still owe you a phone call. I did though, meet my end of the homework yeah. and I texted you nine options <laughs> to call yeah. me. Um, yeah, no, there I was, I know. And we agreed on one and then I was just, I couldn't do it that well, night. You were sick, but yeah. it, it happens. But anyway, so that offer still stands. And Aaron, oh, yeah. my homework to myself is I'm going to text you nine more options. <laughs> all right, let's do it. Uh, have them all be uh, after Friday though. Okay. So yeah, you're on vacation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, all right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, if you want to reach out, actor in the actuary at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and so would the Lord. Mm-hmm.